Hey Tunicorns, it is your girl Tiffany Chanel. Welcome back to another episode of Tiffany Tuna Podcast, in which, you know, we're going to get right into it this week. I'm going to uh, give you guys the weekend rewind. So, it is Tuesday, May 7th, and um, this past weekend, I wound up doing something that I have not done solo since I was maybe 19 or 20 and that is I took a road trip to Chicago the Windy City and initially my first reason for going on the road trip was because I had bought tickets to uh Kev on stage if you don't know who Kev on stage is he is a gospel comedian and um he started off with uh, a group called the Playmakers, and I believe it was with his brother and like a good friend of theirs. And so if you guys um, have been following him or watching him since then, he's grown a lot, a lot since then. Um, and he kind of ventured off on his own. And now he is, you know, doing pretty well in a social media presence. He has a good social media presence. He goes on tour. Um, I like his videos. He talks about current things and, you know, he um, makes commentary. So um, to see him kind of flourish from playmakers to where he is now was kind of interesting um, and cool. And um, I think he's really funny. It's been a few times where I thought I was important because he definitely interacted with me. I would like make a joke and he would interact and say things. And I'm like, yay. <laughs> like, oh, he spoke to me because he's, you know, pretty down to earth guy, funny, kind of humble guy. So um, he has a podcast with his um, wife, Miss Kev on stage or Melissa. Um, I don't want to even say the podcast wrong because I know I will. Um, and so, but just look him up and look up his podcast and I'm sure it'll come up for you. And so that was my initial reason for going. And I'm not going to lie. I talked myself out of it at least 1700 times um, because I have a bad habit of buying tickets to things and then not asking people to join me. So like if I want to go to a concert or a show or anything like that and the tickets are reasonable and I can afford to buy two at a time because in my mind I want to go with somebody. In my mind I'd like to go with somebody but I just either at the time don't know who to ask or I feel like the pe- person or people I want to ask are not going to be available which sidebar I'm going to do better at making decisions for people without even asking them (laughs) but I don't know I feel like if I have a pretty good grasp on you um I kind of know if you're going to tell me yes or no or if you're going to kind of drag your feet or whatever and when I want to do something I just want to do it and I think that's the hard part about being single and not like having kids or not having a spouse because you don't have to ask people's permission to do things um and a lot of times some of my friends who are you know bound to their spouse or you know, have mother duties, um, family duties, kid duties, and they have to work that in their schedule. Um, I tend to not ask them, um, even though I want them to be there, but I think it's more of a, I'm so used to not having to ask for not permission, but having to let somebody know where I'm going to be, or this is what I want to do. Um, that, I stray from asking 
people who do have those type of responsibilities and I need to work on that. So my friends with kids and friends with spouses and things, I will do better at um, vocalizing when I really want you to be somewhere with me or go somewhere with me and not just assume that you can't go because of your duties to your family. So that being said, um, bought these tickets months ago and I mean months ago and thought about asking one or two people. I kind of ran the idea by my sister and she kind of was like, oh, I don't know, we're supposed to be going out of town her and her husband. So I kind of let that go. And then I didn't ask nobody else after that. Like after I got the first kind of no, I was like, oh, well, we're done here. So it's either going to be me giving the tickets away to somebody that's already in Chicago or selling them to somebody who wants to go. Um, because at some point it became a sold out thing because people like Kevin say she's pretty funny. And um, I was like, well, you know, four or five hour drive. I don't see the problem with this. I think I can do it. So after um, talking myself out of it several times um, what wound up happening was my homie EJ shout out to you hi honey um, he wound up accepting a job offer in Chicago about barely two weeks ago um, well he started barely two weeks ago but he accepted the offer I want to say a month or so ago and when he mentioned it to me I was like oh hey I'm supposed to be in Chicago you know, shortly after you move there, um, maybe I'll come visit. He was like, visit? You can stay with me. And I'm like, save money on a hotel? Sure, why not? So that um, was um, more of a help with the selling point because, you know, if you've been following, you know that I am, you know, working on an EP. And so I have to be cautious about money that I'm spending um, that I don't necessarily have to spend but also remembering that it is important to get in me time fun time um, self-care time and plus I just wanted to see if I could do this road trip by myself and I know a lot of Detroit people um, people Ohio people even um, probably drive to Chicago all the time it's literally only a four-hour drive from here but if you don't do it or it's something you're not used to doing and Detroit people like Chicago is our second home so I'm sure it's a lot of people listening right now like girl that ain't nothing but I don't know when it's your first time doing something it is something and you by yourself and you know I just tried to prepare myself as best as I could you know um quick travel tips for the single people or you taking a solo road trip all you really got to remember is baby wipes and uh alcohol like if you have a little tiny spray bottle of alcohol and you have baby wipes um for in case you have spills in the car or if you have to use a public bathroom alcohol or you you know for your pumping the gas and your hands and all that um i like 91 percent alcohol i actually started using that at my job because my job whoo I stay sanitizing in there, boy, because I have to, because of the nature of my job. Um, so as opposed to hand sanitizer, I like having this the tiny bottle of alcohol. Um, so there's that. Um, and, you know, a few snacks here and there. But I was very deliberate. Like, I was very intentional with my drinking and eating. Like, I did not want to stop, not want nothing for gas, nothing. So I made sure I gassed up before I got on the road and that I had enough gas to make it all the way there without stopping. Um, being said, so I made it to Chicago safely on Friday. Um, get there and uh, met up with EJ. And I have to, <laughs> y'all have to tell y'all, 
because I would be remiss if I don't. I have to tell y'all how me and EJ became friends. So, um, we are a mutual friend. <laughs> and uh, they shall remain nameless because, you know. Um, but we had a mutual friend. And um, one day, me and said mutual friend were supposed to go to brunch. Well, mutual friend was like, hey, you know, my homie and their best friend want to come. Is that cool? And I'm like, sure, why not? Homie and best friend can come. It's fine. So we get to brunch. Everybody's having a good time. And um, during brunch, I'm mentioning mutual friends spouse. Like, it's not a problem. We're just talking all as well, right? Well, come to find out, mutual friend and EJ had been kind of hooking up and I had no clue because mutual friend did not give me the cuckoo, cuckoo. And so I'm oblivious to the fact that they're hooking up and I'm the whole time talking about his spouse. And later on, it wound up being that, um, EJ and I became like we became close or closer um, because we just kind of connected. There was a spark and he was like, you know, hey, let's follow each other on the social medias and all that. And we became really cool. And then one day he had a party and he invited me to the party. and He was like, you know, I got to tell you something. And I said, yeah, what's going on? And he was like, you know, me and mutual friend, we've been getting down and I had no clue that they had a spouse. And I was like, oh, no, (laughs) like the universe was definitely using me as a vessel to give this information um, because I think at this point, EJ and mutual friend had, you know, he started liking them and I get it. And it was not the coolest thing for one for mutual friend not to put me on. Like, hey, yo, by the way, me and this person getting down. Can you not mention my boo? Although then at that point, I probably wouldn't have went because I don't like to be um, a co-conspirator. Like, do what you do, but I don't want to be a part of what you're doing. Um, But I had no clue. So sidebar on this side sidebar, people... I'm going to tell y'all this, and I'm going to tell y'all this again. Everything done in the dark will come to the light, whether you want it to or not. And me as the innocent bystander and just kind of talking freely because I had no clue that everybody wasn't aware of mutual friends' spouse because they were not necessarily hiding their spouse. They always posted about their spouse. But apparently EJ and mutual friend (laughs) did not follow each other on social media or they did and he just wasn't paying attention. I don't know. But what I do know is it caught up with you and I just happen to be the vessel and the universe will pick whomever they want to. And they usually do pick an innocent person who is oblivious to what's going on that way I'm not going to say it would lessen the blow but you know it's coming from a pure place um so that being said after he told me that I was like well damn it I didn't know had no clue that you weren't aware you know sorry but not sorry you know or whatever but I'm glad that you know now you can make informed decisions for yourself. But that being said, you know, obviously mutual friend eventually came clean. They talked about it. They squashed it out. Uh, Obviously they, well, I don't know about obviously, but as far as I know, they, you know, ended things. And, but me and EJ remain cool. Me and mutual friend remain cool. Um, But me and EJ just kind of started talking, hanging out more. He lived so close to me. So that made it super convenient. And we just started um, cultivating a relationship so it's funny because a lot of my 
coolest friendships, coolest uh, associateships have come from the weirdest meetings or the weirdest situations. I have a, another dear friend, uh, Kim, who we met because she was dating a guy, a guy's friend that I was dating. And she no longer talks to him. I no longer talk to the other guy. And me and her have been friends ever since. Um, we just randomly met and she just seemed like such a sweetheart. And we exchanged numbers. And literally years later, years later, her and I are still cool. So I meet people in the most random of ways. But I digress. That's how me and EJ became friends. And I'm not regretting it at all or in the least bit because it's been a pleasure. So Friday, get in, pull up on EJ. We decide to go uh, to a few places. So get out your pens or your notepads or whatever. There are several restaurants and boutiques that I'm going to mention. Um, it's a lot of places I did not go to. So all my Chicago people, whatever I missed, whatever places I missed. One, I did not get an Italian beef, which I'm upset about. I also didn't get a Chicago-style hot dog. Not as upset about that, but I did not go to Giordano's. They tried to put a Giordano's, uh, and for y'all who don't know, that's a pizza place. Um, they tried to put one here. I have not been, and I will not go because it's not the same as the one in Chicago. Um, I feel like it's a fluke. So I will not go to the one here, but I didn't go to the one in Chicago. And usually when I go, I always go to Giordano's because the pizza is the one. Um, so maybe next time. And um, what else did not get? Garrett's popcorn. Didn't do that. Like I feel like I didn't do Chicago right this time, but I kind of just, you know, sometimes you go out of town and it's not to turn up and to do every single thing. I thinking about trying to hit every landmark, every historic um, to me, it wasn't warm enough to go to the Navy Pier. So sometimes I go out of town or I travel just to do the same thing I do in Detroit, but somewhere else with people I like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to get away and not every day have a plan or every day turn up or we got to do this. We got to do I did the same thing when I went to NOLA. When I went to NOLA with T. Listen, we didn't have a plan. We figured it out and we had the best time. Like we really did, um, especially right before we left. Even though, again, losing IDs and losing wallets and all types of stuff still wound up having a good time. And so sometimes it's not about a lavish trip or a lavish vacation or I went to Maldives and I went to Paris. And all. Like sometimes it is just about going out of your immediate area and going somewhere else and having a good time um, around people you love and people you like and, and that's exactly what I did and it was still refreshing and it was still nice to just get away even if it was just for the weekend and so that was Friday we went to um, a, a Jamaican restaurant called Jai Grill um, and it was amazing and I ordered the oxtails and I ordered a beef patty for an appetizer because y'all, my best friend who is actually originally from Chicago, um, his mom used to make oxtails, oxtails and she would call me and tell me before she did so that I could come over and she would let me get my oxtails even before the people in her house even before my best friend and I just felt so blessed um, because the oxtails were amazing and so I haven't had any in a while um, so Jack Grill had really good oxtails I was really impressed and so I was not disappointed 
um, in that. And then we went to a bar called Chance. And Chance was packed. And I knew one of two things. Either the food was really good or the drinks were really good because it was packed. And there was four of us at this point who went. And I was ready to walk in and walk out. I don't do crowded well. Like, I don't like being in crowded bars, restaurants like that, unless I have, like, my own little spot. Um, and so there was literally nowhere to sit, and there was, like, a waiting list. And so we were like, well, we just came, like, for a drink or whatever. So we all just kind of stood around the bar, annoying all the people that were sitting down. Oh, well, because we just want to drink, and then we'll be out of your way. So we ordered, the majority of, of us ordered a Hennessy sidecar. And let me be very clear. Y'all know how I feel about Hennessy. I love Hennessy. However, if you mix Hennessy or you're doing Hennessy like as a cocktail or as not straight by itself, Hennessy usually is the first thing you taste. And that's not a bad thing, but if it's not a good bartender who knows how to like craft drinks, then Hennessy can overpower a drink if, if the person doesn't really know what they're doing. So that being said, that Hennessy sidecar was one of the best sidecars I have ever had. It was delicious. You could really taste the notes of all the things that were in there. And it wasn't just like, boom, Hennessy and also sidecar. It was like, no, here's a Hennessy sidecar. Enjoy. And I was like, yes, this is what I needed. That being said, I made it nowhere else that night. I literally only needed the one and it was reasonably priced. So when it got back to the house, EJ and his friends went out. I did not. I stayed home. I was not interested in going out and took a nap because that drive, it wasn't bad, but it was hard, you know, because I didn't stop. I didn't get out. I didn't stretch. I didn't do anything. So there's that. Um, Saturday came. We decided to go and wake up, order our food because we did not want to leave the house and let me tell y'all, Uber Eats, Cash App, all the things, it has really made me a human that I don't know if I'm proud to be because it makes you so, everything so convenient and at your fingertips, like you really just literally don't have to leave the house for anything to the point where we even ordered our Starbucks, like <laughs> we ordered our Starbucks and then we ordered from a restaurant called Chicago's Home of Chicken and Waffles. And let's just talk about it real quick. Y'all, it was so good. That food was so good. The only thing I was disappointed about was that. So when you order through Uber Eats, they have an option for you to notate what you want, what you don't want. And in the option... Um, I always try to specify what I don't and what I do want. And so in the notes, I put all the things that I wanted in my omelet. I did the same for EJ's as we ordered ours together. Well, for some reason, they gave EJ everything I put in the notes. And for me, they assumed that I wanted nothing that I put in the notes. I literally got a omelet, a folded egg over uh, grilled chicken. That's it. They didn't put cheese in it. I wanted like spinach, you know, onions, mushrooms, like the works, tomato. They literally were like, oh, she means she doesn't want any of this. I literally got a folded over egg with grilled chicken. Who, who is ordering? Who is? Or, okay. So that being said, Uber Eats and the restaurant made it right. 
they refunded me for the one omelet so not tripping but the food was not nasty let me be clear and thank god ej had some cheese so i could like help it out but it wasn't nasty at all but it just wasn't what i ordered but all overall it was delicious so i would uh suggest that anybody who hasn't tried that restaurant chicago house of chicken and waffles it was delicious um and that worked out and so Speaking of, you know, EJ, sidebar, well, listen, if I come to visit you and you call yourself being on a diet or a lot, you're doing a lifestyle change, um, you're not when I come. I don't want to hear about that. Keto friends, I love y'all. But no, EJ is currently doing keto and he tried real hard. <laughs> he tried real hard to stick to the keto when I was there. Um, I appreciate you, sir, for veering a little bit to the left. Um, because although I wasn't peer pressuring him, I'm just not on keto. So it was, I'm sure it was hard to stick to it, um, when you haven't guests and when you have an out of town guest, because it was not only me, but it was also his best friend that was visiting Terrell and then his god brother, um, was visiting as well. So we were just kind of, you know, all over the place. And so I'm sure it was hard to stick to keto, but love you, EJ. Um, so that was Saturday and then I took some time to make sure that I went to go visit my sister from another Mr. Jasmine, um, of the Pearl Shoebox, the owner of the Pearl Shoebox Boutique in the art district in Chicago. Um, and I was glad that I got to see her boutique up in personal. It's really beautiful, lovely finds. I bought a beautiful wallet and also bought a beautiful necklace for the 90s party um that I was going to later on that evening so I'm glad that I went to see her and we got to talk and do all the things um and so we we caught up and um went back to the crib and then I had to had to had to because y'all be hyping up Harold's chicken try Harold's um never had Harold's as many times as I've been to Chicago um and so I tried them for the first time and listen I'm not going to say Harold's was not good, but what I will say is, y'all be hyping stuff up. Y'all really do. I don't know why y'all do that. The wings were good, but I don't know about the level of good that y'all are trying to make it be. So that being said, I would give Harold's, I don't know if I was giving it like a one out of five rating, or maybe like a three. You know, a close four, but it wasn't like, ooh, every time I got to go to Chicago, I need heroes. Like, that's not my sentiments at all, but they were good. Um, also, heroes, I don't understand why y'all jump from eight wings to 21. Like, that's the portion size. So, like, there's eight and then 21. Like, there's no 10, 15. Like, and why is it 21? Like, what's the odd number? I don't understand it. Uh, maybe Chicago Peeps can help me out. Um, also, Chicago Peeps, if there are other restaurant bars that I did not go to that I must, must, must go to next time I visit, um, email me at TiffanyTuneUp, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com. Let me know what places I missed and where I need to go next time that I visit. So that was that. So now... Skipping on to the party, um, here's my review of Kevin Stage's birthday um, party, which I feel like I can give a full-on review since I drove all the way from Detroit to come. Well, the venue got changed at the last minute, 
Um, and the venue was at Haven something entertainment or Haven, Haven entertainment center or something like that, which luckily was down the street from EJ, like literally four or five minutes, not even. And, um, so I like the theme. The theme was nice. The decorations, like as far as like, um, the cookies and the cupcakes and all that, they were nineties themes. It was great. Um, there was karaoke, so that was fun. And get in there, took a picture with Tony Baker. If you don't know who Tony Baker is, he's a really, really funny voiceover comedian. Like his voiceovers are quite hilarious. So look him up. Took a picture with him and, um, you know, just kind of chilling with EJ for a minute. And y'all, I walked in there cute with a blowout walked out with a ponytail like it was so hot in there I don't know and that was before people started dancing and all that because initially eventually people did start dancing they were playing a lot of great songs the DJ was a good DJ but it was just hot it just got hot out the blue and I don't know why or what happened prior to people even moving and sweating so that kind of ruined the mood for me because I'm sweating like the whole time my hair is messed up if I wanted to do something afterwards I didn't feel like going back home and like redoing my hair to go anywhere so that was that and then also y'all for so for the people who've been following Kevin on stage as long as I have knowing that his core audience was a, a Christian base or a faith-based audience um because a lot of his jokes that's how he got on you know making jokes about church and church girls and whatever church guys and how church Christians flirt and all of this that was his original fan base and so him doing the 90s theme party even though if you follow him you do see him talk about Beyonce or you know different things he talks about current events so it's not like his whole page is full of gospel um or faith-based things per se but he keeps it clean I'll just call him he's a clean comedian he doesn't curse and all that um so it kind of made it awkward in points because when karaoke came and then cash money taken over for the 999 and the 2000 came up People really were conflicted in their spirits as to whether they should dance or do anything, knowing doggone well if we were at the club or anywhere else that they would be shaking it like their mama told them. And it was just awkward, which I wish it wasn't, because a lot of the songs that came on, um, like they did Baby Get Back and just a few other songs and the DJ, the DJ didn't really bleep nothing out that I know of, um, that I remember there were curse words and things going on. And I think some people were confused because of his following, because of, you know, he is very clearly a clean comedian, um, with again, background being faith based, gospel based, church based. So I don't think people knew how to kind of respond. And so I wish that wasn't the case. I wish people kind of would have let loose and have a great time. Um, and just went on and danced like they knew they would have did if they were anywhere else. But they didn't. So I'm conflicted within myself. Like, oh, back that thing up is on. Should I? Shouldn't I? <laughs> like, I don't really know. And it's already hot in that thing anyway, so it was hard to concentrate. It was just a lot going on. But overall, I had a decent time. It would have been more decent if it didn't feel like I was doing hot Bikram yoga. Um, but nonetheless, made it, left that thing. It was hot. Um, get back to the crib. 
And because my hair was ruined at this point, I decided not to go anywhere or do anything, even though it was technically my last night uh, there because it was a quick trip, right? So um, Sunday, we get up. It's in Cinco. I made everybody take shots and um, early in the morning. And um, we ate leftover heroes. That was fun as well. And I'm um, just kind of caught up and really just enjoy time with friends. And that's really what I wanted anyway. So although I didn't really get out as much as I thought I might have, I really didn't mind because I just enjoyed being away from the city that I'm from. And I enjoyed um, learning things about myself, which is that I can do a road trip by myself and um, be okay. So um, that was the journey in it all. That being said, also, uh, EP update, you know, y'all, I am still excited. I, you know, still some bumps in the road concerning people and their schedules. But I got to, because I have an older car, y'all. So my car, I would have to get like a radio installed. First of all, my car has a CD player still, but it doesn't even have the aux core option or the thing where you can like convert tape to like use it as an aux core. Like it doesn't even have that option. So I haven't been able to listen to any of the tracks for the EP in my car, which I would love to do. Um, and hook it up to the actual radio because that's when you really know if the song is beaten or not. But I was able to do that in the car that I rented um, through the Bluetooth capability. And y'all, I'm just getting so excited. Um, Trying to really not give too many details because I was instructed by a few people, a few of my friends who have been, you know, praying with me on this journey and sending up well wishes that they have been instructed to tell me um, by the Spirit to not tell everybody about the EP and not talk about it. And that's hard for me because I'm really excited about it. Um, So I guess when I talk about it on the show, I won't go into grave detail. Um, But it's frustrating to know that for whatever reason, I'm not really at liberty or supposed to be talking in grave detail about it. Um, and I do want to honor that. So um, if I stop talking about it or talk about it less or vaguely talk about it, y'all, don't be mad. I'm just trying to be obedient and um, not stand in the way of my success. So um, but but to be able to listen to them like full sound on based on like, wow, people are really going to be riding around listening to my stuff beating like this like it was so good and to kind of sing along work out some parts and you know just kind of be one with my songs that was fun y'all I will not forget that and just being on a road by myself and really just be able to reflect on some things and and get some things in perspective so that was fun y'all that was my road trip and um I would do it again. I, I was nervous at first, and I, like I said, really was trying to talk myself out of it. But I'm glad I didn't because I really wound up having a good time and glad that I got away for a moment. Um, so one thing I wanted to acknowledge uh, off the 
cuff or off the uh, subject of my weekend rewind. That was my weekend rewind, by the way. And um, in the news uh, or in the uh, current events, looks like Miss Teen USA, Miss USA, and Miss America all are black women. And I just had to take a moment to acknowledge that, wow, blackity, blackity, black. Like, I am just excited not only to be a woman, but to be a black woman and be able to celebrate with these ladies in their journey. So, Miss Teen USA Kylie Garris is her name, and um, Miss USA is Shalice Chris. And then Miss America is Nia Franklin. So congratulations to you ladies for showing up, showing out. And not only, but I believe two of them were wearing natural hair or one of them. It might have been a natural hairstyle, but the one Miss Teen USA, definitely it was her natural coiled hair. She had like a natural hairstyle and that might not seem very big to some of you or to men because y'all know y'all don't be caring about nothing but um for a woman in that type of um pageant with the pressures of the straight hair like they are very particular either like with really sleek hairstyles or buns or whatever um or you know sleek bobs hair down that type of thing um, she was like, no, I want, I'm going to wear my natural hair, whether I win or not. The fact that I'm up here, I mean, this was with Miss Teen USA. The fact that I'm up here showing girls that, hey, you can run with your natural hair. Even if I win or lose, I still ran with my natural hair. And I just thought that was amazing. And then the fact that she won, whoo, that, that just took us over the moon. So congratulations to those ladies. Um, and let's roll on into Tiffany's two cents, y'all. So here's the thing. This has really been on my heart, honestly, for weeks now. But um, it's something that I feel like I'm going to go ahead and address today. Um, so you know how when people have babies... And they don't wait till the baby is completely congealed and looks like a little human. And the baby still probably has slime on them and barely fresh out the womb to start posting pictures of the baby. And you're like, mm, you could have gave it a week or two or a couple seconds more from out the womb before you started posting what looks to be a baby online. But no. You want to post baby literally as soon as y'all cut the umbilical cord. And I get having pictures like that and stuff for the family, but not for social media. So the same way I feel about that is the same way I feel about how y'all be posting y'all relationships in quotation marks. And I have really been feeling this way for a while. And then y'all be two days later oh he wasn't no good oh she wasn't no good oh they did this oh they did that well you didn't even know them y'all be meeting people and and damn near married but only in your mind though because that's not really what's going on and y'all be so quick to be in love or so quick to let somebody know you got somebody or 
so quick to, I don't know, prove a point to somebody. I don't know who you're trying to prove a point to or whatever. I need y'all to let the ink dry. I need y'all, first of all, I need y'all to make sure that the other person is in a relationship and you're not just in a relationship by yourself, okay? Um, perfect example, it's a um, group I'm in. It's a girl who has gotten in the group several times complaining about her bro- boyfriend, um, whom... You know, we all kind of tried to advise her like, girl, you don't really know him or, you know, maybe you need to take a step back or this and that and a few questionable things he's done. And we tried to give her some advice about and she didn't really want to hear that. And now all of a sudden they not together seemingly or she's single or whatever. And that's just one example and it may not even be a very great example but I'm just using her to say there were red flags and things that we tried to tell her in conjunction like with some of the things she was presenting to us and we were like well girl it seemed like he want to be single or it seemed like he kind of stepping out like you might want to maybe chill on him and then all of a sudden you you posting all these memes and you you're single and you he done broke your heart but I think a lot of times we break our own hearts or we we do these things um put these expectations on people or we're coming up with scenarios that weren't agreed upon with the other person or maybe y'all haven't been knowing each other long enough and I'm not you know you can know somebody forever and still not know them. Um, but at least you took the time to try to get a deeper understanding or try to at least feel somebody out before you start claiming them on social media, claiming them to your friends and family, making them a part of your daily activity. And then when they do something that is um, off kilter to you or unpleasing to you and you're confused, but how, when you really didn't know them, like I just don't understand how you're confused when you, or how you can say, well, he wasn't doing or she wasn't doing, but you don't even know them to know what they were or weren't or are or aren't going to do um, because they haven't been around long enough. So for you to be seemingly upset about their behavior, which you never really knew who their behavior because you didn't get to, or didn't take the time to get to know them as a person. So that being said, I looking from the outside and knowing people who do this all the time, people in my family do this. There are people around me currently doing this. And I just want um, us or you all to take a moment and know that it is okay to take your time. It is okay to get to know somebody. It is okay to pace yourself and date someone and let the ink dry on that thing or make sure you, you know, y'all on one accord before you start posting pics and claiming people like yeesh. And then when things don't work out, y'all be feeling real embarrassed. And it's like, yeah, because you really didn't take the time to get to know that person and really do your research. Like you don't, you don't do your research as you're going. You do that thing. You do that research before you get into it. Or as you're dating, I'm not saying you can't date and do research or get to know, but you don't 
do it like oh we together now now let me go backwards and look up stuff or let me try to pull like that's not how that works so this is just a PSA I suppose to people who are um putting yourself in relationships or you know putting yourself in situations where you're dating somebody and you getting really really serious really really quick uh, that for me that's always a red flag but you know just be careful guard your heart protect yourself um if you got kids protect your kids you know protect your assets like protect all those things before you start calling somebody your own or making relationships that is posting pics and all of that and then getting your heart broke two weeks later because you really didn't take the time to really get to know that person so that's my PSA that's my unpopular opinion take it leave it still love y'all Tiffany tune up T-I-F-F-A-N-Y T-U-N-E-U-P at gmail.com questions comments concerns advice um, if you want advice about a friend, it's not necessarily you. Um, so you can remain anonymous and you can tell your friend what I said. Go ahead and uh, send me an email. Uh, again, Tiffany Tuneup, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y-T-U-N-E-U-P uh, at gmail.com. And I will talk to you guys next week.